Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And it is a dude. I feel his, like this. His package. This episode is going to need a warning. <laughs> it does. It has, it's, it's explicit. And welcome to That's Inappropriate. No. See, I told you, I haven't had any sleep. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't sleep. And then at 3 a.m., the day started. And then I made the mistake of falling back to sleep. And now you have that like drunk, hungover feel. Oh, I'm dead. I forgot all about the podcast. I was on my way home from the doctor. And then my alarm, my freaking alarm went off. And I I turned to my sister and I'm like, no. I'm not going to be napping with you, bitch. She's yeah. upstairs. Yeah, no, you can't. Well, you can in a little bit, but anyway. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by myself, Meredith Masony. I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins, your other host. Yeah, there's two of us. I'm not the host. I'm one of the hosts, I think is what I said. I'm the couple. I'm a th- So, um, Tiffany Jenkins, this podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, um, I'll explain why I almost needed bail money on a Monday, and uh, we can talk about the rest of the shit that hit the fan this week. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm really upset about how saggy my boob is. Just the one, or... I can't see the other one because it's behind the microphone, but it didn't take long, dude. I got a reduction in 2019. They were just sitting so pretty, and now they're back to grandma. National Geographic. Um, Look at it. It's Look at it. Yeah, I see it. It's... I'm upset. It's looking at me is what I think is happening. I'm upset. (laughs) But that's not what we're going to talk about, probably. Um, Welcome so, to talk about it if you'd like to talk about the one saggy breast or whatever you want. Dude, I got a tornado warning last night mm. out of nowhere. Thankfully, my sister was here. But it was it was like they will text you and then I got a phone call. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the government or whatever. This is for real. You need to get down into some shelter. Mm-hmm. And I had surgery yesterday, so I can't walk super great. So I was like, carry me down the stairs, Paris. (laughs) I was screaming and crying. She's like, calm the F down. I'm like, this is how I die. Uh, I should have saved my money on surgery. Oh, God. But then it was fine. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, did you not look at the radar? Yeah, I did. It is. We it literally looks like there's a hurricane over top of Florida right now. Wait, right now? Yeah, it is so all night. We haven't had it hasn't stopped raining yet since yesterday oh, at eight p.m. We don't. It's not raining here. Well, here, let me show you what the state looks like because you don't like to. What's all that? That's rain, idiot. What are the red dots? <laughs> That's the locations that I've been. Oh, look at you getting around. Okay, so am I the bottom one? Mm, d- or the yes. 
second to bottom. No. You're the bottom one because that's right underneath Tampa. Yeah. See, I'm chilling down here. Yeah. But last night, all of this was over here. Those of you who can't see this, um, just become a supporter for Christ's sake. I mean, you can then watch it on video and you can see the stupid shit that we pass back and forth, which was a radar. Um, a it's rain a good promo. Radar. Yeah, it's a great. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, today's my mom's angel birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Tiff's mom. Not that she was a bitch. No. Or I, I'm a son, but. No, I don't. I don't think anybody has insinuated that, but I said, speaking of son of a bitch, it's my mom's angel. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's great. Birthday. 14 years. Wow. Isn't that weird, dude? It that's is. so weird to me. I don't even know how I'm still alive. For real. I do. No, I don't. It's so hard. <laughs> me and you have similar. I mean, I don't want to say too much of like your stories, but we have similar, like very much doing things on our own mm -hmm. without perhaps maternal guidance. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. I don't know which is worse, like, but it's too early to get into the family drama. No. <laughs> All right. Let's hear what's up. Why'd you go to jail? Oh my gosh. What a week. What a fucking week that started on a, on a Monday morning. Actually, it started on a Sunday night. So Brian comes in to the room at, into my bedroom at like 8.30 p.m. And he's like, hey, can you do me a favor and not tell dad? And I said, not tell dad what? Oh, and he goes, can you not tell dad that my phone screen doesn't work? And I was like, what do you mean your phone screen doesn't work? And so I look at it and you can tell the phone is on because when you like put on the silence or the ringer or whatever, it vibrates. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't see anything. It's just black. And I'm like, okay, awesome. And he's like, don't tell dad. He's going to be really mad. And I was like, well, I need to know if this phone is covered under warranty so I can go get it fixed or not. Or I have to ask dad. I don't know these things. These are not my specialties. And so I talked to him in the morning and he's like, I don't know if it's under warranty or not, but we have that Asurion AT&T insurance. So even if it's not under warranty, we pay every month for this insurance so you can get it fixed. So I drive down to the AT&T store like a moron. And I walk in and I say, hi, we have a Shurian insurance. Can I please get this phone fixed? And she says, sure, go onto your phone and go onto the internet. And I said, motherfucker. Mm. So I'm standing here in person and you're going to direct me to the internet. Okay, great. I'm so glad this is how the day is going to start. So then I go back into my car onto the internet to file a claim. My claim was denied. I go back into the store. I said, hi, um, I'm back. <laughs> um, my claim was denied, and I don't know why, because we pay for this. She goes, yeah, that's so weird. That's never happened before. And then I took a baseball bat to her head. Wait. Yeah. I didn't, but that's what I wanted to do. And so then she was like, um, let me just check. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Oh, you do have the insurance. Let me just make sure that it's updated on their side. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Okay, call them back. Back to the car. I call them again. Hi. Oh, yes, we see you have the insurance. Um, that'll be... Um, $355 to fix this phone. I said, I'm sorry, no. Mm. And they said, oh, just kidding, ma'am. Your phone is out of warranty. Um, you don't. We can't fix it for you at all. You've got to go to the Apple store. And I was like, you're a cunt. And then mm. um, it went back and forth like that for two hours and 35 minutes mm -hmm. until I got a printed receipt from the AT&T store with all those serial numbers you need to then drive to the Apple store. 
Then I got to the Apple store and I waited for an hour and 45 minutes for my appointment at the Genius Bar. Mm. And then I go in with my receipt and my dead phone and I say, hi, Bob. My day is not great. Thanks for asking. Let me tell you why. And then I tell him the whole story. And he's like, I'm really sorry that happened to you. I've never heard of that before. And I said, Bob, I'll murder you. I'll kill you right here if you talk to me in that tone with your face. And then um, that continued that way until he came back and he says, by the way, um, the receipt AT&T gave you, the serial number that's on this receipt with the phone number does not match this phone. They gave you a wrong phone on this receipt. I said, how, Bob, could one moron do that? And he said, I'm not really sure. I've never seen this before. And then I set fire to the Apple store. And um, it went on like that until around 4.30 p.m. And then they finally told me, look, AT&T screwed you over royally. This isn't even the right phone. We have no idea. When we've had problems with them over the last, like, two years, rate hikes, raising our bill. Our bill was $398 a month, our cell phone bill. So um, the phone never got fixed. And I spent a solid eight hours understanding why people want to set fire to buildings because they get so angry with corporate America. Yeah. So that was my Monday. I I wouldn't have lasted that long. The first hoop I had to do, the very first one, the first hoop, what was it? Tell me your phone number. <laughs> I'd be out. Yeah. Like I can't, I cannot physically follow through like that why'd you walk all the way out to the car every time too i would have stood right to the side like why well they're they they don't have chairs in the store and i'm assuming they do that on purpose because they don't want people to come in and sit and use them so i was like not only is at&t mind fucking me but they don't even they're gaslighting me and they don't want me to sit here Mm. so they've set up an environment already that is like you're unwelcome in this space yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us the $400 and get out. <laughs> and so, I mean, it doesn't give you the warm fuzzy feeling. You know what I mean? But the problem is is we've been having we've been having these issues for so long that it finally broke me to a point where I was screaming like a lunatic. I couldn't control myself. I got on a live, screamed live with my friends on the internet, and then I finally called Dave and I said, I need you to understand that mm. if you don't get on the phone with AT&T right now and cancel every single one of our lines, I will need bail money because I will drive to wherever headquarters is. I'll find it on my MapQuest, and I will drive there, and I will set it on fire because that's how much I hate AT&T and Asurion insurance. So he called and canceled. Listen. Yes. I'm not saying like, I told you so or anything like that, of course, because I would never say that. But I recall a time when you used to give me a hard time about having Metro PCS, Mm. Bobo ass Metro PCS, because you would say, how's your service, Tiffany? And I'm like, it's not great. And you're like, it's because of Metro. I was wrong. I was wrong. 40 bucks a month. Flat fee. Flat fee per line. Well, I did. We ended up switching over to T-Mobile. We are now T-Mobile customers with a 60% reduced bill from AT&T. How, think about that. I'm paying 60% less a month by switching from AT&T to T-Mobile. 
I didn't. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know AT and T was still a thing. The, the, I am going to start a campaign to make sure that they are done because they ruin <laughs> they ruin people's lives. That's what That's they do. So crazy. So um, we are getting ready, and here's the problem: we canceled on Monday night. We're still with AT&T technically because they are re- refusing to unlock one of the phones because you can't port a number until they've all been unlocked from your previous carrier to prove that you paid for them. And we don't owe AT&T a dime. So what's the reasoning? They're like, we just can't figure out. This has never happened before. That's all they say. In their fucking manual that they every corporation in the United, in, in the world probably globally has, they have a line. And when it says, once the customer becomes irate, Clearly state to them, this has never happened before, and then wait to see what happens next. Like, that line is in a binder in every fucking bank, uh, cell phone company, insurance company, anywhere where people suck the lifeblood and soul from your body, that line is in there in a manual. And they say, make sure to say... I've never seen this before, but I'm sure we can help you, but I don't really know. But let's just take a look. Hold on one moment, please. So that was my... That's why Chloe's iPad's been broken for weeks and weeks. And I've made two attempts to cruise by the mall to see, like, what's up with oh, the Apple, Apple store. store. Yeah. And it's always, like, a madhouse. And you have to, like, make appointments, which, forget it. And I feel fine with it now because Chloe finally confessed oh, what she broke actually it? happened. Mm-hmm. Well, originally, she was in the bathtub. And I let her take her iPad into the bathtub and set it up and watch it because she was really sick. And I just really needed her to have a hot bath. Mm. And so it happened fine three times. And then on the fourth time, she said, Mommy, something's wrong with my iPad. And she was bawling and it was wet. So, of oh. course, I tried to fix it. I don't have a rice. <laughs> Who makes rice from scratch? Uh, not me. And so then Chloe confessed the other day. She's like, I got to tell you something. It got a little wet accidentally in the bath and it was still working and i thought oh my gosh i wonder if this is waterproof and i wanted to see what would happen <gasps> no so no <laughs> i dunked it again no and i i'm gonna tell you what i did i said really and she said yeah and i was like wow she said i'm really sorry mom and i was like thank you so much for being honest with me I really appreciate you telling the truth. That means a lot to me. You didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> you, you probably shouldn't have, but you did. And I, I'm i very grateful that you felt like you could be honest with me about that. Yeah. And that was it. I didn't yell at her. She asked if I was mad. I said, I'm not mad. I feel like sometimes in life you have to learn lessons, do experiments. And you did an experiment. And now you know that you cannot, in fact... Um, get iPads wet in the bathtub. So we're going to get it fixed when we can. But next time you feel inspired to try an electronical (laughs) science experiment, just hit me up first. You know what I'm saying? Who are you, Benjamin Franklin? You got a key and a kite in there? Get the fuck out of here, kid. Oh, yeah. That's the best story. I thought it was so funny. She just cold confessed Mm. out of nowhere. She didn't have to. We weren't even talking about it. We were laying there watching... Um, Paw Patrol or something. That shows really great morals and scruples. It really does. That's what I thought. Because she was like, ah, I'm a piece of shit. Let me tell mom what I did. (laughs) Kaylin said those intrusive thoughts start early. Yeah. So true. She's in the bath. She's like, 
Don't do it. <laughs> oh, God. She did it. So it's broken. But luckily, she's not a kid who, like, needs electronics. Like, she was at her dad's last night and was FaceTiming me, reading me books, which would never in a million years happen with Caden. He yeah, has to be. But I think that's great. And I think it's wonderful how you handled it. I mean, I didn't I didn't scream at Brian when he broke the phone because I was kind of like, look, I mean, your father has broken his phone a million times. I've dropped mine. There's a big chunk out of the thing. Like, it happens. Yeah. I was like, you know, is dad going to be mad? Probably. Um, he's mad about most things in life. So I was like, I'm going to handle this as delicately as I can. Right. But I need you to understand that I will have to talk to the king in mm. order to find out about the uh, insurance. So... Um, you know, and it was, it was just. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It became quite the day. And then I, I wanted to rain hellfire down yeah. on corporate America. That's so much work, dude. That's so much work. But we're close. We're close. As soon as we can get these bastards to unlock this last phone... We're running on over to the T-Mobile. We've already Wild. got our, we've already got our plan set up and everything. And actually, the guy showed me. There was one guy at Apple who was really nice. He sat with me and he was like, "Let's figure out what phone provider would be the best for you." Like he doesn't even cell phone cell mm. cell phone service. And he sat with me because he could see how distraught I was as a human. That's really sweet. And he, there's some app uh, that shows you. It's not an Apple app. It's just an app that shows you cell phone coverage where in your area right in that moment in time and which one is best like they rate them they rank them one two three four five whatever mm-hmm. and AT&T was fourth T-Mobile was number one for mm-hmm. coverage in like in my hometown area now that changes across the country obviously but I mean I'm here most so I want the coverage that works best here and it was at technically it was T-Mobile and they have one of those buyback programs right now so every line we put over we get like I don't know how much money back or off your bill or some nonsense, but I'd have done anything to get away from the clutches of AT&T at that point. I feel like it's a gift from the universe when I don't have coverage. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay the bare minimum and take what coverage I get and leave it up to the gods. <laughs> Speaking of lesbians. Okay. Um, my sister has been with me cause I went and had surgery. So she's been taking care of me and, um, Hold on one second. Paris, are you awake? 
Can I tell the story about you and Mel and the phone and what you guys do at night when you're apart? Okay. Just want to get permission first because it's not my story to tell. So I don't know if this is all across the board lesbian people or just people who love each other, but they were on FaceTime muted from 10 o'clock last night until this morning and they just watch each other sleep. They sleep. Mel can't fall asleep without Paris. So effing adorable. I want to just vomit. It's like, so, and, it, but it's not like a control thing. Like they, they've done that since they were dating. Paris would call Mel as soon as she walked out of work on Friday and they would just be in the background of each other's life on FaceTime, just going about their day, muted, whatever that was. So, so like Mel, who is, she's also a little sick and stuff is in the RV by herself. And so last night me and Paris are just hanging out and I'm like, why are you staring at me creepily? Can you please scroll? Because I'm scrolling and it makes me uncomfortable that you're not scrolling with me. It makes me feel like a real dirt bag. And she's like, I can't. And I was like, why? And she holds up her sleeping beauty and Paris just sacrificed her phone all night just to why be able to watch her sleep. Why doesn't she just shoot her up to the top? And that's what I said, <laughs> dude, that's what she said. Cause she has an Android, but they do it on Snapchat and I'm like, next time do it on messenger or right, right, right. So Mom, that you could scoot it up to the yeah, top and yeah, still yeah. scroll. But it was adorable. She woke her up this morning. Unmuted baby. Wake up baby. Yeah. I don't know. I do. You know, is it psychopathic? No, maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I can tell you that if, uh, if Dave left the phone on like and carried around with him during the day, mostly I would just hear farts. Um, excuse me. Exactly. My point. You couldn't pay. Like even when we were on tour, I, it would be nighttime and I'd be like, am I supposed to call Drew? And like, Say goodnight or something. And you're like, well, you haven't talked to him since yesterday, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't think about it. Which which it explains a lot. And it's, it's okay. It's it great. Does. It's great. But, I mean, we definitely called each other a lot and texted each other a lot. But no, I don't think he would want the phone on while No, he slept. wouldn't. And that's my point because yeah. he's not adorable. And he's not a lesbian. Or is he a that, lesbian? Is it? Yeah. Is this a thing? Is it... I don't know if it's something that people who, because they've been married for a couple of years now. It's not like it's a new relationship and they're together all day, every day. So you're like, is it lesbianic or is it, just, it, is it just that deep of love? Maybe when it's two women, you just love each other so much and your lives become so intertwined that like you physically like miss them. Cause I can't picture what that's like. I don't think that has anything to do with lesbianism because when there's Dave, straight couples who do that, when Dave and I are apart, we miss each other. Yeah, I can't relate to that right. at all. But I think that's what also goes back and proves the point that you're on the right path now. Yeah, yeah, because you will eventually find somebody that you will miss, and you will say, "I can't wait to call you later tonight." I, that I mean, I can't happen. picture it, but it will happen. Um, but I just thought it was very interesting and adorable and then the night before that 
Mel's like, I don't know what to do with that. How you dude? You're my best friend. This is so crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> like, imagine feeling that wanted. You know, like, I can't imagine that, like having someone be like, I don't know how to function when you're not a, like, it would be so adorable. And maybe like, I can't picture it. Maybe I'd be annoyed. Maybe I'd be like, well, fucking get a life loser. I don't know. But it was so, it was reciprocated so beautifully by my sister. Like you could just tell she loved feeling needed and wanted. And she just kept saying, look at my baby and showed me the phone while she was sleeping. And I'm well, like, what the? F but I think that they also remember they don't have kids. Okay. Mm. So there's, there's, there are other pieces to this puzzle mm. where, where you can't relate because the f total focus and attention is on, is on one another. You know, that's right. not, that's, it, there's no, there's no distraction. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's that's like, a good point. By, by the end of the day, when Dave starts to talk to me, I'm like, you know, I've talked to everybody else and I'm good. I don't need to speak. <laughs> I don't need to speak to another person. Um, and he'll look at me and be like, wasn't going to talk to you. Just was checking to see if you were going to take your pants off. Oh like, my God. you know what I mean? Like that's what, but that's also 20, 20 years in, right. Which is a different look, but it's also, uh, I think, I think couples that are 20 years in that didn't have kids would have a more similar relationship to the new one that Paris has with her wife. You know what I mean? A three-year relationship because there's no, there's no, uh, uh, what's the word? Distraction. Yeah, that's a very good point. Also, I want to clarify. It's not, I like, I feel like if somebody told me that story, I'd be like, oh, okay. So, you know, you're not allowed to have your own life and do something because your spouse is that much of a control freak that they want to just insert themselves. Because I've been with somebody who's like that before, mm -hmm. not in a cute way though, but in a, you can't have fun. So I'm going to call you every second and text you and make you feel guilty kind of thing. But it wasn't like that mm -hmm. at all. It was genuinely just adorable. She's like, you don't even have to have your screen on. I just like, no, you know, it was, I can't explain it. It was just cute. It was yeah. really cute. And I think what works in one relationship might not work in another, but that doesn't mean that there aren't components and parts and pieces of it that, you right. know, work for everybody. So I think that that's, I, I love, I love that journey for them. I'm going to a gay festival. Great. When is that? I am. When I'm going to order rainbow stuff and I'm going to prance around. Down. I don't know why I said prance. I feel like that was offensive, but I, I'm, when I picture myself, I'm literally prancing. Yeah. I like a good prance downtown and just to see what it's like. My sister and Mel are going to come. I'm obviously going to be sober. So I don't know if it's that going to be enjoyable for me because I don't really like being around drunk people, but I picture it just like a, a big love fest. I, I think, yeah, I think it's safe to say you're probably going to have a great time. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. think so. I'm excited. I've always wanted to go and I always felt real guilty doing it. Anything like that when I was with Drew, cause he was a little insecure cause I used to date women. And so he was always afraid that I was going to leave him for a woman. I should have, but, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just kidding. But, um, but so now I get to go is what I'm saying. I could do whatever the hell I want now. No, I think, I think it's great. I think you're going to have a wonderful time. I also don't think everybody that's going to be there will be drunk. So I don't think that should have to be a big worry. I think there are people that are going to go there just to feel, um, accepted and amongst allies and friends. Yeah. So, so cool. I, I think that's great. And there's like, 
activities and snacks and food trucks. Love it. Who doesn't love a good food truck? Oh, my husband's awake. He's sending me Instagram reels. I swear to God, that man. I've never in my life seen anybody get so excited and giggle like a schoolgirl than Dave watching Instagram reels. It's adorable. It's the only way he communicates now. Let's I see. Love it. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see what he sent. Let's see. It could be bad. Who knows? It's probably sexual. It probably is so. But it is early in the morning. I think it's so cute that, look, people in the comments are saying their spouses send them TikToks and stuff. I think that's adorable. It's like they're thinking of you when you're not around. That's cute. Oh, this is adorable. And look, I'm such a bitch. She sent such a cute cute one. Harvard psychologists reveal that dogs dream of their humans. He said, a clinical psychiatrist at Harvard has been studying the sleeping patterns of dogs and have revealed that dream they dream just like humans do. The doctor told People magazine, since dogs are generally extremely attached to their human owners, it's likely that the dog is dreaming of your face, your smell, and um, and how to please you, make you happy. Maybe you need a dog. Oh, well, I, there's my, my best friend's right behind me. I guess she's dreaming about me right now. <laughs> That's so cute. That was a cute one. But let's see what the one was before, just so I don't look like a total haggy, saggy asshole. Haggy, saggy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Oh, this is my rant. This is going to go on for a while because this was all about AT&T. <laughs> Your text back and forth? Yes. I was, I was irately screaming. Oh, here's what. Oh, you're such a cocksucker. This phone, man. I go to touch something and it bumps me off. So this is one. Crotchety old lady. This is what he sent me. I don't know how you're not grateful. There are three cowboys shirtless gyrating. Like, that's a gift. He asked me if this was my weekend vibe. He sends me this, the Joel Bushby. Oh, you know what? Can I ask you a question? Why did you send me a reel of a man with a boner. What? Flicking his boner out of the pool. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Four or five times. I thought it was hilarious. There was no context. You just oh, here sent you the reel. Here, here it is. I'll play this. I'll play this because this is this makes my point. If your BJ technique needs a little re-up, after all, how do you give a good BJ anyways? The number one thing that you need to show up to the table with almost immediately is enthusiasm. Act like you want to be there because, baby, you do want to be there. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here. There's a big difference between they are doing this for me and they want to do it. And by somebody actually showing up wanting to be there is actually one of the biggest turn-ons that you can provide. Now, the second tip I have for you is to bring your hand into the mix just because it's called oral does not mean that you can't have both of your hands involved think about the mouth as the thing that provides wetness but your hands which provide but make sure your hands wet wet because everything that's what he sends me normally just so you all know he sends me okay first he came running in the office look look who showed up Let's be enthusiastic and handsy. How about that? Do you see who just showed up? Did you see who just showed up? I came to see my wife, and I see you here talking about me. Hey, Dave. (laughs) I feel like I shouldn't be here for this. Here, here's, let's see. This is perspective, spit or swallow. Uh This is 
nobody sends me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. You're like, it's so cute that um, he sends you Instagram reels. And then it's like, okay, topic yeah. of the day, spit or swallow. And okay. it's like, mm. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> what are you doing now? I sent you this one. Yeah, it says, I don't give you enough dick. And then that, like, get out of here. Get, go well, away from me. There's a lot of lovely ones in there. Get, go away. Tell me how beautiful you are, how much I love you. Okay. So you never know what you're, you're going to get. Is it going to be a compliment or a slap in the face with a ween? <laughs> with, a ween. with a ween. With a ween. With a ween. We Pardon. know you're not a monster. Pardon me. Do you have any more gray poupon? Get out of here. You keep, yeah, they're all about dingle dangs. Can you go? Oh, you want to know what she sends me? Okay, hold on. What did I send? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I- <laughs> this is what she sends me. That's so funny that you're showing that, Dave, because approximately she videoed two me and a half out of the pool. <laughs> two and a half minutes ago, I just asked. He can't hear me. Yeah, no, I, I just sent that. I sent that to Tiffany too. For anyone who's watching, that's the reel I was just talking about that she sent with no Yeah, contact. and so if you paid to be a supporter, you could be watching it right now. And it is a dude. I feel his, like this... His package. This episode is going to need a warning. <laughs> it does. It has, it's, it's explicit. It has a warning. And then, yeah, I just can't. Let's see. Here's another one. It says, are you sick? Must be suffering from lack of vitamin me. <laughs> I think you showed us that one. Oh, sorry. So anyway, okay. that's um, that's how I think he communicates. That's really sweet. That's how he communicates. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, today started at 3 a.m. because Matthias is officially en route to Ohio for a college visit by himself. By, all by himself all or with by, a friend? All by himself. He flew? He, he flew. Dave dropped him off at the airport at 4.30 this morning. How are you okay? Um, I'm trying really hard to think about how much fun he's going to have and how excited he must be because this is such a big accomplishment and is this the first time he's traveled alone? No. Over the summer, he went for seven days. He flew solo and went for seven days for pole vaulting camp. Um, yeah, but he was with other people who he knew, right? Like, yes. and it was like, this is, he doesn't know anybody there. We've yeah, only this is like spoken ad- to the coach. An independent adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I am trying to learn how to turn the corner to this is really exciting for him. And this is what's supposed to happen next. Mm. But still intermittently sobbing. Yeah, bitch. Privately. Like, I don't want to do it in front of him because I don't want him to feel bad. Right. Good mom. So I'm trying really hard with that. And I'm, of course, I have a million things to distract myself with because I have so much work and I got nothing done on Monday this week because of fucking AT&T. So, um, 
like over the next couple of days until he gets home. Like I, I have a lot of work to do. So I was like, just distract myself and just be excited that he's doing something that he loves. And the, if this, if this school works out and he just falls in love and he's like, this is where I'm going to go, it would be a great fit because the, um, pole vaulting coach is an Olympian. Oh, uh, he was telling me about that, about why he want, he might have the opportunity to train with an Olympian if he went out of state. Yeah. And that's this, this, um, Baldwin Wallace in Ohio, the coach, pole vaulting coach is a, uh, is a, a big time Olympic pole vaulter. So it would be, yeah. it would be a, a huge deal because he's not even been pole vaulting for two years yet. December yeah. marks two years that he's been pole vaulting and he's gotten recruited by college track team with a coach who's an Olympian. So mm. that's pretty cool. Uh, yes, he's cool. staying. Somebody asked, he's staying on campus. So the coach is picking him up at the airport at 1130 this morning. And then they have a full two days. There's one other top recruit coming in and they are going to show them all over campus. They're having, so they must, they must be interested if they're investing that kind of time and energy, right? Oh yeah. He wants them to commit. They have at the end of the, uh, on the afternoon of, on Friday afternoon, they have a photo shoot with him in the Baldwin Wallace track uniform to try and get him to oh com- my commit to say yes. So I told him not to, I said, listen, the whole point of this trip is for you to go to see if you even like the campus. If you feel like you guys, you would connect and work there to meet the other kids on the team, to meet the other top recruit. I said, it's not a waste if you go there and you're like, oh my God, I hated it because then you know, but it could be the best thing ever. And you might come home and be like, I'm ready to sign. And this is where I'm going to go. And we can start making plans because he was like, I'm, he goes, what if I get there and I hated it? And you guys spent all this money to send me. I said, the money will be worth it either way because you'll be closer to a decision. Right. So I was like, you have to go. I said, you can't. If you're going to go buy a house, you don't go look at one house and say, this is the house I'm going to buy. You're going to go look at six, seven, eight, ten houses and then be like, you know what? This one really worked better for us. Yeah, or, it's you an know, investment. Right. So I was like, you can't look at it as, and I said, and even if you, even if you're like, oh, I, I hated it, it was the worst. Well, you know that maybe that area isn't for you or you know that maybe that type of school isn't for you. I said, but there's no harm in going and talking, especially with this Olympian that you're going to get to meet either way. You're going to get to meet this guy that you've been watching. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to be really, somebody says, I definitely looked at one house and then just bought it. (laughs) Yeah. We bought the second one we looked at on the first day. Yeah. Um, that's very exciting. I, I can't even fathom going through what you're going through though not going through but experiencing that life experience specifically watching your firstborn like get on a plane and fly away. like i just i can't i can't even picture it i'm not i i'm going to have spies on the plane i'm going to i'm going to have someone follow him from well, the airport i think the point is that you know we all hand when we get to this point in parenting we all handle it differently And, you know, we are all going to have missteps and things along the journey, but you have time between where you are now and coming to me, right? There are years that are going to be in there where you're going to 
learn different things on your journey. And I think you'll still, you know, with that first one, I'm assuming, not that it gets easier with the others, but I think you know what to expect more, that you'll you'll be where you're supposed to be, I hope. Yeah. I hope. I mean, you know, they have to... I would love to get a plot of land and be some weird family that all lives together forever and just, you know, yes. but that's not what's best for them. And so you... Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Can't do that. I mean, you could, but, you know, you can't. Everybody's talking about what a great mom you are and how supportive you and Dave are. That's why I get defensive of you when people talk shit about you. Like I, I posted an anniversary post, the one from last week's episode, because I thought it was so cute. The anniversary post Dave did. And people are like, oh, is that the guy she's always talking shit about? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's him. You know, that you can simultaneously love someone and talk shit about them at the same time. Like it's marriage, but you are, you're really great parents. And that's why whenever somebody says, all you do is complain about your kids or whatever, those are the people that can't differentiate like content and real life. Like they don't know how you are behind the scenes. I see you behind the scenes with your kids and how much you love and do for them. Like there's no, you're an inspiration to me when it comes to parenting. So anytime people talk about your parenting style based on what they see on the internet. I'm like, you look dumb. (laughs) If only you knew. Well, and that's the whole point, right? Like I, I'm allowed to feel the way I feel and it has nothing to do with whether I love my kids or not. Like I love my kids unconditionally and, but yeah, I'm going to trash talk them when they're being assholes and when they do stupid shit. And when it's funny, like yesterday I go into Matias's room uh, to put laundry away and there's a bag on the, on his dresser with a card in it and some candy. And I go, Ooh, who did he get a card and candy for? I was like, I'm going to snoop. So I go right in and I pick it up and I'm reading it and reading the card. And it's like, I just wanted to wish you the happiest birthday. You're my favorite sister. I love you so much. And I'm like, it's Brian's birthday. He got a card for Brian that says happy birthday to my favorite sister. <laughs> To be funny. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, teenagers are assholes, but they're funny because it was funny. Oh, that is funny. And he got him a pack of gummy worms and wrote, you know, he did, and then wrote the wrong birthday. He's like, happy 14th birthday. And it's like, he's not 14. He's 13. Like, can you get, can you be, can you be like a little nice to him on his birthday? Um, but Brian actually laughed and thought it was hilarious. And That is hilarious. And, um, you know, so, but it's like, it's funny because parenting is funny and yeah, I'm going to talk shit because nobody is, nobody is positive rays of sunshine 99.9% of the time. Yeah. You know, shit. If you get 50% with me, that's a good day. (laughs) It's a good day. You know, it's so 
far away from anything we're talking about right now, but I love our transitions on this podcast. (laughs) Speaking of lesbians, do you know what we're not talking about at all, but we should talk about right now? I know this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about, but me and my sister drive into the doctor this morning and we were talking about for some reason, vacation Bible school came up (laughs) Okay, (laughs) from when we were kids. And, um, I was like, oh yeah, dude. I remember like they wanted us to donate money and stuff. And we were at staying with my aunt for a part of the summer and going to VBS at her house. So we didn't have money, obviously. But like, I remember I was like, I straight up like stole change from around her house to fricking donate to the church, like a little thief. And then we were talking about how I got the best grape of the bunch trophy. And we were talking about the songs that we remembered from camp and we took turns like singing them like they're still in our heads for some reason and the Paris is like do you remember they had a dude in a fly costume buzzing around the kids and you had to pay to get him away from you and I was like what I have no memory of this but apparently the church dressed some dude up and if you wanted him to not bother you or buzz around you you had to like give money to his little jar. Oh my God. And it was so weird. Cause then of course we ran with it. We're like, if you want this church guy not to touch you, tie this a dollar. Like we just made it so obnoxious and ridiculous, but like it made me laugh so hard. Cause it's just such a weird thing that I've never, it's just so funny to me. I have no memory of that, but how traumatizing <laughs> would that be? But it and sounds what, about right. What did he do? If he got close, did he buzz or did he like poke you? Was it like, give me change or I'm going <laughs> to piss on you? I hope like, not. Like, what is he doing? And then we talked about getting saved because we were really scared. Oh, And Lord. so we we got saved at church when we were little. We didn't know what it meant. And we went into like a back room. It wasn't, I know like every church is different and stuff, but just, I, it's such, so funny that the memories that are locked in. Yeah. Like I can't remember what I did last week, but I know every word to the fruit of the spirit of God from when I was eight. It's so weird. Anyway, I wonder how they're doing at the church or if there's lawsuits or what. (laughs) There's lawsuits. I wonder how that's going over there. Where's the fly guy? Where is he right now? Can you imagine? They're like, all right, Bill, today, <laughs> you got to wear the costume. We are low on funds and we got to <laughs> scare the shit out of these kids and make them, make them pay us. Although today you'd have to buzz for Venmo because nobody carries cash. That's so true. So that listen, I was coming out of Publix the other day and there was a baseball team or a football team or I don't know what they were collecting money, you know, and they're out there shaking their jars and they're like, donate. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. And the kid's like, that's okay. We take Venmo paypal da, 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 da. here's our qr code and i was like i don't have that either and he just gave me straight up side eye like yeah you do bitch and i and was then like you're like no i blame glass i was like ran. no i i really don't i believe that venmo is controlled by the devil and i will not put my bank account information in there and if i had my super handsome sexy dolphin checkbook i'd write you a check but yeah. i also don't have that so that's you know. so crazy but yeah, think about that. Did we ever talk about how we see the people riding around and it has the like, um, bride, uh, bridesmaid yes. weekend, buy me. A- 
I fucking hate those people. I hate yeah. them. I I get it. And I want to hate them, but honestly, it's genius. I know. And you know that they're making money. There's do you remember the everybody leave Britney alone goes by Kara now? Yeah. yeah. Like has been putting her cash up on Instagram and then making follow-up videos with screenshots when people send her money thanking them. And like she's she's making bank. She was like at a bar drinking and was like, Amberly, thank you so much for the three hundred dollars. You don't know what this means to me. And I'm like, What? Like if I, I wish see, I had the balls. I dude. couldn't. I I just because I okay. So it's digital panhandling. Yeah, and I just I always feel like a service should be provided, but I guess I the say, service. And then I put stars on my videos. But I think <laughs> I think it in terms of content and things like that. I think you just have to look at it as if this person is living their life on the internet. And another person pays them $300. That's for entertainment purposes. And they're saying, I go watch movies and I pay to watch the movie. So I'll pay for this. So I can see that. I, I don't, I don't know that I would be comfortable in that situation. And that, like, I always feel like there should be a service. Like I did this for you. And so you're paying me for this, or I, I made this t-shirt and you purchased this shirt or I'm going to go do comedy here and you purchase a ticket. But I also think that there, that it is clearly shifted in the way people tip and the way that they are paid and, and, and all of that, you know, like it's evolved. I I definitely think people should be, if they have the funds should be allowed to donate to anybody who they see fit, right? Somebody who they find inspiration from who helps them, if it makes them feel good, like do it. I think what I don't like, and this isn't necessarily about Kara, but is there are people who manipulate people and guilt people. Forget it. I can't watch lives on TikToks. It, it, it gives me so much anxiety when they're like, come on, you guys, send me 22 roses or I'm hanging up the live. I, you know, I can do this. Or, you know, I'll hang up. All I need is 22 roses in order to keep talking. Is I'm going to sit here. Do- is it rose a dollar? I don't know how much roses are, but I'm oh. there. There's people who are like, and then there's the competitions where it's like versus TikTok has it set up so you could do battles. We probably talked about it. Yeah, but. I don't. I've never. I think I've been live on TikTok, TikTok, on, on the TikTok once. <laughs> so I don't really know how any of that works. But well, me and my sister are going through live TikToks last night because we we're not looking for like lesbians who are live. They do speed dating. Oh, on TikTok, like, um, I haven't seen any straight ones, only lesbian ones so far. So we were like on a mission just to watch and be entertained. But and there's battles, and it's like, don't let that bitch over there win. Come on, guys, show me how much you love me. Hit those whatever. And I'm, I Meredith, I would rather pass away. I would rather slowly sink into quicksand while making eye contact with <laughs> a, a rope that's just out of reach than do that. Yeah. And like, I think you said before, I think some people, whether you want to say it's the balls or that's just that, you know, have the ability to do that, then that's, that's what works for them. I wish I could find, hold on one second, talk. Cause I'm going to, sh- I have to back up what I'm saying. Hold on one second. I want to show you something. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I, the thing about the people putting it on their cars, I'm just like, why can't you buy your own fucking drink? Why do I have to buy you a drink? Like, I don't understand it. But Dave was like, why don't you get a Venmo and put on the back of this, on the back of your car, uh, buy me a new Dyson vacuum cleaner because that's all you keep asking me for and I don't want to get it for you. And I was like, I'm not going to drive around asking people to send me money to buy a new Dyson vacuum cleaner. <laughs> He's like, but you really want one. I'm like, yeah. And when I have enough money, I'll go buy one myself, but I'm not going to ask people because I wouldn't ask right. for a cup of coffee. I want the big shit. I want the Dyson wet dry vac, animal hair, V whatever. Like I know the model and I want I wish I could find this lady. I forget her name, but she does it every day and she will stand there quietly on the live until somebody sends her money. And it's so weird. Yes. Pe people in here are talking. They're like the Venmo thing of people sending random people money is, is a bit odd. Yeah. Dyson sponsor Meredith. Dyson does have a new wet dry vac. Guys, listen, let me tell you, I feel like this could be life changing for many of us. Um, I don't know why I can't get my hands on it yet. I don't know if it's a new product. Hold on. I'm going to Google it because I, Dave sent it to me in an Instagram reel. Um, what is it? Wet dry back. Here it is. Uh, no, that's the Bissell. Here it is. It's called the V15S Detect Submarine. This is the most exciting thing I've seen on the internet. It's it is called a submarine. Yeah. Isn't that sexy? So it no. has three different heads. It has the deep cleans carpets, washes hard floors, submarine wet head roller, illuminating hidden dust, fluffy optic cleaner head. Oh, just, I mean, that's sexy, isn't it? Just listen to that. Washes hard floors, submarine wet roller head. Are you not turned on by this? I'm not even a little bit, and I really don't appreciate you saying it so creepily. <laughs> Problem is, this Dyson vacuum costs $949. Gosh, everything is so expensive with Dyson. Yeah. Isn't the blow dryer like $500? I don't know. I have a Dyson, um, but it is uh, it's nine years old, so it's on its last leg. I've replaced the battery and the heads twice. So it's, I feel like it's probably time to how let. How much are, how much are the replacements? It was cheaper than obviously getting a new vacuum by quite a bit. Cause I want to say I got some new replacement heads for 130 bucks. And then the batteries were maybe 50 bucks a piece. Ooh, yes. I found the girl, dude. Okay. I'm so excited. It's going to happen now. Now we can stop talking about the submarine. I'm and, so sorry. And start talking about, um. Dang it. No, you, I mean. Okay, Dave, you know what? Stop it. What did he say? The Dyson does does it like it wants to be there. Different heads and techniques to keep it wet. Do you see what I live with? Yeah. I mean, it's this... Just a hornball. It's... What are you doing, bud? You smell good? I can't hear you. You have to come in. Oh, that's what they do when you go. Oh, them yeah. Money. Act like an NPC. Act like an NPC? Like, like a, like a computer. So they have, like, different reactions to different, 
Oh, different reactions to different donations. Thank you for the roses. Mmm, smells so good. Cowboy hat. Woohoo! Gonna ride them. Like, they do the weirdest (laughs) shit, I swear. Ooh, cowboy! Oh, yeah, Brian's doing the cowboy now. Okay. Okay. All right, you're going to play it into the mic? I'm going to try it. This is just the first. This girl to have $440 so we can buy a hotel room for her for a week, but you guys sent me enough money to get her. You guys sent me about all the money that I just lost, 90 of it, that I don't get back till Monday. No, because I sent it to the wrong person on Venmo because that's what happens when you don't have your ADHD meds and you can't focus. And the guy thought... No, it's going to take too long. I, I should have had it ready, damn it. It's okay. We can... But she was snapping on her audience for not sending her money. And she was on drugs. Anyway, who cares? Oh. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am love. I am kindness. Can you literally shut up? Was that Sophia at her house? <laughs> I heard that. Can you her mom's literally like, can shut you up? literally shut up? Or her kid, I mean. Anyway. Anyway, if you want to send people money, send them money. I know that I have been gifted more than I deserve all the time. Um, but I I could never imagine being like like that one mom who got got caught lying because she was like, my son has camp and he needs equipment and I just need you guys to send me money because all my son ever wanted was to go to this camp and I need 440 more dollars to be able to get him the qu- this stuff he needs for camp and you guys, you keep saying you're going to send it, but you haven't sent enough. And then that girl's sister made a TikTok video and was like, hey, everybody, just want to let you know my sister's lying. Here's a video of me dropping all the camp stuff that her son needs off at her house last week. So she called her out. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's but you know what? That's what that's what makes me. It's so tough because people lie right to your face about like we just did a Wednesday story a couple of weeks ago about a guy who lied about having stage four colon cancer and he got like $60,000 on a GoFundMe to go to the world poker player championship thing. He doesn't have cancer and he refused to give the money back because he said, I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed breast cancer. What? That's what he said after, after he went to jail, right? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, yeah, that's like a that's a felony. I I thought so, but it's just there are so many scams and there are so many things that people and I also do think that we've gotten gone into a weird world with tipping where it's um I feel like we are forced now to tip on things that we shouldn't have to tip on. Oh, I know. I and know. it and it does become very uncomfortable and like how much you should be tipping for what services for different things. Like I just went and got my hair done yesterday. I got it dyed and uh, got a cut or whatever. But what I never understood with a salon owner, with a salon hair hair person is, is it a 20% tip? I always tip. Is it 20%? Is it like, because my question is what they're charging me, did 
like, does that part of that go to the salon owner or does part, like, how does that work? Cause when you're paying $248 to get your hair dyed and cut and this and that, and the other thing, 20% on that is crazy. I agree. It's a lot. Um, I think that the money is for supplies, uh, expertise, and sometimes like a, a chair rental fee from the salon. Uh-huh. I always tip, because uh, I feel like I'm supposed to, and it's always a lot of money. And I'm like, I need to stop getting my hair done. But it's not that they don't deserve it. Uh, it's just that it's hard when you don't know where the original money is coming from because uh, salon stylists can from what I understand, basically like come up with their own prices. Like it's not a set fee across the board. Right. So right, right, right. depending on where you go, it's either more expensive or less expensive. And it's based on whatever that person wants to charge. And so I think it's a legitimate question. Where's what's it for? And did you compensate yourself in here or do I do it extra? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I tip 20%. I also only do that every six months. Like, I don't like, she's like, you should be back in three months. And I'm like, nope, I'll see you in six months because I can afford to do this twice a year. Oh, interesting. Someone said some stylists make minimum wage and the salon keeps most of the money coming in. So there's some instances from what I gather is the fee is based on the salon. Mm. Like back when I was on drugs and I worked at a salon doing massages. Oh God. If you will, this is probably an example we didn't need, but <laughs> the money all went to the owners and I would get 20% of it. And so regardless of how many clients there were or <laughs> what the service was, <laughs> um, it went right to the owners. So it's probably the same thing, except you're not giving strangers. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I just think that it's definitely... It's, it's, I feel like you have to tip everywhere now, just every place you go. They're like, what? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. I just, I don't know. The whole thing is odd. I feel like when I go in to get my car, my tires rotated, they're going to be like, and you're going to leave a tip. And it's like, no, I don't, do I have to tip you because you rotated the tires or can I just pay for the tire rotation? Like there's, I feel like there's just a tip on everything. Linda said, Tiffany, TMI. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I don't really have a off switch. <laughs> Somebody said, so we're just going to breeze past that. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> That's the only beauty service I provided. So I was speaking from experience. Yeah. Um, but the guilt that I feel by not tipping far outweighs the sadness I have tipping on something I don't feel like I should. I just don't, I just don't know why we have to tip on every single service now, because I think that there are some services that we just shouldn't like, it's, I don't know. I I agree. It's very weird. And it's just become like, and I keep seeing these things in like these neighborhood pages, not that I'm a part of the neighborhood page, but somebody will like screenshot it and then share it. You know what I mean? Like for all over the place where this guy took a shit in a pizza box, delivered it. And said, that's what you get for not tipping 20% in the big house that you live in and this and this. And don't worry, I won't be delivering your food anymore because I'm going back to be an Amazon driver again. Like left a full like novel note inside of there along with the shit in the pizza box because he was like, I've delivered to you way too many times and you never give 20% and da 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 And um, 
I just thought to myself, if you work in a field where you know that you could or could not get tipped, you have to account for that when it comes to your, but like I waited tables for years, opened restaurants and sometimes you went in and you got six cents. Some asshole would leave you a penny, you know, Mm -hmm. it happened. But we also made $2.14. You don't make $2.14 anymore. Anywhere. Do you think think that if waitressing went to like a set standard salary or whatever, it would affect how kind and like accommodating waitresses are? Like if you knew how much you were going to get. Because I know all I ever did was waitress. And I knew I was like, okay, the nicer I am, the more amazing I am, the better tip I'm going to get. But if I already knew what I was getting regardless... First sign of attitude, I'd be like, you, here's a pickle, you bit and slap somebody in the face with it. <laughs> with the pickle. Yeah. So this, you- this, yes, I agree. I think that there would be a, a huge shift, but like, so people always complain when, when, um, Europeans come over to the U S because they're like, they don't tip. And that's because they don't tip in their country. And that's because they're paid an actual wage. So this this person is saying, my son is a bartender in New Zealand. He makes $24 an hour. They don't tip because they get paid a living wage. So I think that there's a lot to be said for that. Like we don't pay, I think for certain things, we definitely don't pay people a living wage. And so the tip is supplemental. And then when you don't get tipped on top of that, like I, I, I get that. I remember getting a penny. And, and, and somebody writing on a receipt, if you'd smiled more, I would have tipped you better. And it's like, bitch. I could see you getting that note though. Yeah. Yep. There were times where I would make good money. And then there were times where I didn't make a penny because I was just, it was a day. And then the prices (laughs) will go up. Yeah. If you, if, if the restaurants have to pay a living wage, then you're not going to be able to afford to go out to eat. So there's arguments all across the board, right? Because that chicken sandwich isn't going to be $12. That chicken sandwich is going to be $18. Mm. You know, you unpin this now. I don't know how. I know you don't. I don't, I don't know how. When I was editing that reel, I had to block out. I don't know what I'm doing. What, where does it go? Hi, Monster's name. There you go. Look what I did. Ha ha. I learned. Have you ever been waiting tables and had such a bad day that you walk up to the table literally in tears and you're like, what can I get you guys to drink? <laughs> but like you, you have to still wait on them. Cause that's happened to me so many times. Has that ever happened to you? Probably. I waited tables from when I was 17 all the way through college. And then before I got my first teaching job at 23, I remember this one time I was having like the worst night of my life and I walked up to the table. I was like, hi, I'm Tiffany. I'm going to be taking care of you tonight. Can I get you started with something to drink? And they're like, uh, yeah, what kind of house wine do you have? And, um, just answering questions when you're trying not to cry is so dumb. And then I was so angry cause they, they were, I slammed the wine down on the table. I remember it like it was yesterday and I just giving them attitude my sadness turned to anger because they didn't care that I was sad and they were being dicks. Oh, I used to cry all the time at tables though. <laughs> this, you know, this podcast did take some tor- some turns, some twists. It we've, did. We've covered gay pride parades. Yes. Setting fire to AT&T. Yeah. Hand jobs. Blow jobs. 
we'll go into detail about that another time if anyone would like to know more. I don't think I've ever talked about that mm. p- publicly. It was a very weird time. And you know what the craziest part is? I I wasn't even on drugs when I started. Like I wasn't addicted to anything. Mm. Like I did drugs for fun, but I wasn't addicted. It was just a decision I made when I was 18 because my friend told me that it's just topless massage. And I was like, well, I've got great boobs. And then I didn't know until I got in there that there was more to it. Mm. Her, her, her brother owned it. It was horrible. All the girls would line up and the people would come in and pick. It was like humiliating, especially because I was not even nearly the hottest one. <laughs> so I rarely got picked. But And then something really traumatizing happened once when my best friend from high school's dad came in. <gasps> yep. Married father. I ran to the back so fast, hoping he wouldn't recognize me because I'd like been at his house for sleepovers just like a couple of years prior. Right. In high school, it was wild. And I still think about it all the time. Should I have told the mom? Should I have, you know, like, I still don't know if I should tell. Is it too late now? Yes. Like, I think it's too late to tell now. <laughs> I think, obviously, like, who I am as a person now, I might have felt differently about it. You know, maybe, like, girl power, stick together. Maybe she knew. Who knows? I don't know. But it was really messed up. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And he's a super big, high-powered attorney in the area. And I was like, that guy made us hot cocoa two years ago and was, like, hanging out with us at the sleepover. And then going and having people my age do stuff like that to him. You just told. Well, we we didn't say who it was. So Obviously, I never would. Anyway. It changed the way I view men. Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah, all the wedding rings. Like, obviously, now that I've been married and I have morals, I wouldn't do that. I can't say, ne- you know, never say never. But back then, I had no concept. I was just a teenager. I didn't know anything about. But it did. It changed the way I viewed them. And it's not, I know it's not always just men either, but it, it was. Well. <laughs> in this case. Right. Anyway, stories for another time. <laughs> well, I think that it Can we not end it on handjobs? Can sure, we Sure, 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 sure. So end it on uh, um what else? What else is going on? So, I forgot my sister was here. <laughs> Hopefully she knew these stories. Cuz if not, she does now. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else is going on. Homecoming is this weekend. Um, is Matias going? I don't know. He never told me for certain if he's going to go or not, but I told him to uh, that. You're going on a cruise? Next week is the community cruise. Yeah. Holy crap. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's fun. I'm in the middle of packing swag bags as we speak and getting everything done. I've already got the itinerary printed out, ready to go. Name tags are next. I have everybody's shirts and all How sorts exciting. of fun stuff. Yeah. So the, no, there won't be a podcast next week because I will be um, on my way to Cozumel, Mexico with 41 of my um, friends from the internet. So it'll be a great time. So excited. Are you scared? 
No, I'm so pumped. I'm so excited and ready to have some t- wow. some like time to hang out um, and see people. Jeb is going. Aunt Pat is going. Crystal Almond Milk is going. Tammy is going. There's so many people that I'm just so pumped. I'm so excited that are, you know, coming on the cruise and I'm going to get to spend time with. Um, so, yeah. It's, I'd like to preface this by saying it's not that I don't value my supporters at all whatsoever because I wouldn't have anything I have if it wasn't for my supporters at all. But if thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to make sure that 41 people feel like they've gotten their money's worth from me would be enough to make me want to jump off the book. Like it makes me ill thinking about that responsibility. Right. But the whole point of the community cruise is that they get to meet one another, hang out with one another. Of course I'll be there as well, but I view, I view, and I think you do as well. I'm not going to put words into your mouth, but I think you view it the same way as I do is the relationships that we've made here on the internet. These are real friendships. These are real people that we know by name that we, you know, care about their families that we check in with that we see on these lives. And, um, so I just look at this as a cruise that I'm going on with friends. Yes. So a lot of them are friends you haven't met. So you have to make in my head, I would be like, I have to make sure that they get what they're expecting. And, and I have no idea what they're expecting. And so to me, I would feel like I I would just want to make sure that I talked to everyone in equal amount, made sure everybody was having fun. Like I the the pressure scares me so much. I think there's definitely a little bit of pressure because of course I want people to have a good time. But I also know like like I like I made an itinerary and I went through the cruise compass and like looked at the different things and I I just feel like it's about being around each other and having community. Like there's a belly flop competition at like one o'clock on the deck one day. And so I'm like, all right, let's all go watch the belly flop competition. And then there's a volleyball game and we can all sit around and watch the volleyball game. And then I'm going to do a little show on the boat one night. And, um, you know, just like we're going to do karaoke and then there's like, um, piano bar singing. And so it's like just little things where we can just get together and just be together you know, just so that we're uh, having that FaceTime because we really just spend our lives together separately across the country. And I think it's so important that we try to f- make real world connections. So Haley said, I got on the cruise last time and sat by myself because I was scared to approach Meredith. She yelled at me to come sit with her. <laughs> You're so cute. I do yell. Uh, but yeah, I just think that it's, I just think that it's, um, you know, these, I always think these people have watched my kids grow up. They've watched me struggle with things. They've watched me um, get to do things that I would have never gotten to do if it weren't for them and their support. And I just love it. And so, like, I want to keep doing these cruises every year uh, because it gives you that opportunity to really see people and interact with them and just have a good time. My parents are coming. I would have to have you there. Well, you can come next year. I would have to have you there. I couldn't do it by myself. You don't, but I that's couldn't. the whole point of it. You don't have, you don't do it by yourself because you, you, you have the community. You have the people who are there, who are your friends. I mean, I wouldn't have met Jebba if it wasn't for the internet and this page. And, you know, I still don't understand why she's friends with me. She's such a good person. She really is. She's just an angel sent from above. And I'm like, I don't understand why you're friends with me, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> 
Um, cause I just so love her, you know, I just love her to pieces. I want to put her in my pocket, pick her up, carry her around, carry around in like a baby she, papoose. Okay. Just because she's tiny, she's tiny little Mary, thing. I just want to put her in a papoose. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like, it's, it's, um, yeah. Happy birthday, Wendy. There are so many October birthdays. Happy birthday, Wendy Riley. There are so many October birthdays. We were talking about it when we were, I was making manicotti. If you want to laugh, go watch me making manicotti yesterday on my live. Okay. It was such a disaster. It was such a disaster as it should be. And I keep going live cooking, hoping that somebody's going to give me a cooking show. Yeah. You just got to make it happen. I'm just making it happen on my own, but, um, because it's, I'm so bad at it and I'm burning things and I'm cutting myself and I'm screaming and it's just wonderful. Somebody just wrote the sweetest comment to me and I can't see who it is. Yeah, that one. I think Tiffany, I think we would just all want to look you in the eyes and say, thank you for speaking up and out for being real. Relax. You don't owe us anything. I'm grateful you've opened a door and let me see how recovery looks and that it's possible. It helps so many people. See, that's what they want. That's so sweet. Isn't it? That's the whole thing. Who are you? Who wrote that? I don't know who wrote it. Sean Riddle. Oh, thank you, Sean. It's really sweet. I love you. It's me. It's just me. But I'm working really hard to step out of my comfort zone and do things alone. Did you see that I went to the pumpkin patch by myself, Meredith? I didn't. That did not come across my feed. Are you dying? Where did you where did you post it? Instagram or um actually TikTok? Yeah, it was just a story. Oh. I think. Um, or on a live or something. But I uh I did all by myself, dude. All by myself. I the pumpkin patch has been a nightmare every year in my life because I'm always so scared I'm gonna lose the kids or right. you know, whatever. I've always been a miserable hag at the pumpkin festivals. <laughs> the pumpkin. But I, I went by myself. And did you get some good gourds? I did not get any gourds, but I bought jewelry. You went to the pumpkin patch and didn't even come back with a pumpkin? Yeah, I I didn't want to do that. I went (laughs) for jewelry. I went for the (laughs) vendors. Well, good. Then you had a great time. Yeah, and I did it. And there was so many people. There was people who recognized me. There was people who knew me from like personal life stuff. And I, I survived. You did. You're here. Well, that right. well awesome. we can end it on that note. That's yeah, a much better cool. note than the other one. Gourds, gourds, and gourds. I need to get a gourd, speaking of. I have not gotten one yet. I need a nap. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, yeah, there won't be one. Um, we won't be recording next week, but we will be back on track the following week after that. So don't stress. Um, just one little week off. And I don't think they care. That they do care because I get emails. Do do you? Yeah, I read my email. There's some differences between us. Yeah, that's a weird thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I check texts. I read emails. I communicate. Whatever. Okay. Sounds lame. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, join us join again us next week for another episode <laughs> of Take It or Leave It. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. Who have have no no idea idea what what we're we're doing. doing. We love you so much. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Have fun on your trip, everyone.
Red button, red button. Send Rover right over. 